We're at the top of the league. <laughs> Down on the Rangers, lads. What is happening? How are you keeping? Welcome to the, the PGA Game Podcast. Tonight we're going to be reviewing Sunday's game. Um, there's going to be plenty of laughs. There's going to be plenty of big smells. Martino, I'll go to you first, mate. What did you think? You still, uh, you still on third name, it? Aye, buzzing. The, that's the, that's for me. That's the league done. Uh, they'll give you all the sort of regurgitated cliches, and they'll be as professional as possible in the media and say we still take one game at a time. We need to go over the line and all that. But that is a uh, that the performance uh, was superb. The 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 victory was massive, and that's as good as the the league wrapped up in Champions League football next season. So it's absolutely massive financially. The sort of footing it can put the club on the kind of players that we can attract. Hopefully, some of the players that we can now keep, uh, like your partner Vickers of this world. But uh, just a massive performance, massive sort of a statement to to have that level of belief going behind. I thought that would happen. I'd said that in the last one that I thought they'd sort of pummel us in the first wee while. We need to weather the storm. And my worry was that it'd split us in the wing and uh, it happened. But to give them their due, I thought defensively, after that, certainly barely put a foot wrong. Um, it was just, it, it was, it just showed complete. Uh, resolve. Like you look at the difference in the way that we've transformed within the space of one season. If that performance was nine months ago, we would have completely capitulated. There's a total belief in the team, and it'll continue to improve. And I think we'll uh, we'll go on and win the league now. And I also think we'll absolutely, and I mean literally, batter them at Hampden. Um, St Johnston's obviously the priority first, but big pitch, expansive football, get them. Uh, by the way, see before we go any further though. He deserves a lot of credit, Greg Taylor. I, I can't stand him personally. I, I think he's generally appalling. He offers none. He was amazing the other day. But uh, Callum McGregor, he is just... He was the difference the other day. That, that run for the first goal, that, I think that just set, I just set the tone. It did. And uh, my mate Muzza was saying that, and he was saying, like, you look at Jota, he wasn't that interested. A couple of steps before the pass goes back. McGregor's got one thing in his mind. I need to change the direction of this game. I need to take it by the side of the neck. When you want a captain to step up, like we've said this loads of times, Pierce, Keen used to say it. He didn't need someone to be the bravest by lunging into tackles and getting stupid jellos. He needs someone to be brave on the ball and want to make things happen. And he, that run just changed the game, changed the tempo, changed the mindset, changed everything. He was absolutely unbelievable. The guy's imperious. And he'll never get the credit he deserves as long as he stays at Celtic, out with Celtic fans. But um, he could play at any level, and I mean any level. He could play any team he wanted. He's unbel- he was unbelievable the other day. I agree. Pierce, come to you, my man. Uh, Buzzing. Uh, I think, like, I think the, the most telling part of it was uh, Selma quite poor and still comfortably should have won the game three or four. Like, they, for the whole second, like, they literally, like, we were, when we were watching the game on... Uh, Sunday, they put everything into that first five minutes, and then as soon as we scored the goal, it was as if like someone just put like a dagger through them. They did their intensity dropped. The game opened up, but I think they realised if this game gets too open, Celtic will just run over them. And like we were quite poor. Tati again in the middle of the park was wasn't great again. Uh, McGregor played well. Uh, Rogic Rogic was just like Jill. some of the stuff. There was one in the first half where. Oh no! I think it was the second half. He took the ball down. He eventually kind of gave away with it, but he took it down out of the sky, and like pirouetted around like three players. He's just a phenomenal, phenomenal player. And I was thought I was thought he would have played Riley 
for the intensity, but Rogic just doesn't let you down. But yeah, I think that's the league done. And I was, we could win that league by 10, 12 points now. I can see them dropping more points Definitely. as the league goes on. They'll try and put everything into this European campaign. But hopefully, hopefully that could be their season finished on Easter Sunday for would any look Braga do something that's them gone and hopefully Celtic then just plough on now just a big year coming next year going to the Champions League that's where we'll see the big difference hopefully next season I totally agree lads I thought we were absolutely fantastic um, <clears throat> from the very from the back from the back lane Joe Hart right up to uh, the forward lane I thought every single position you imagine Greg Taylor Martino you know my thoughts on Greg Taylor I'm not his biggest fan I thought he was absolutely fantastic Juranovic, uh, the first five minutes, uh, was caught out. Should have had a wee bit of cover from the centre half, but it didn't, didn't work out that way. And they took a lead, went 1 0 up. And I don't know about you, boys, but I absolutely shit myself. I absolutely bricked it and was like, this is going to end up about 4 or 5 0. But like you said, Martin, that's, that's Colin McGregor in a nutshell. He doesn't need to be this hard man, grab the microphone over to the fucking Saxon and pretend that he's, you know, Mr. Celtic. He does, his, he does his talking on the pitch. He, he, he took that ball, made that run. He only had one thing in his mind there. He was getting into that box, he was creating a chance. Um, he, he's, he's priceless. You, you, can't, you can't put a price tag on someone like that. You just can't. He, he's absolutely incredible. Ragic as well for me. Ragic is just an absolute demon. And to think that he was going to be getting sold to go to Qatar mm. last year. I mean, what was going on there? Um, He's obviously fraving on the Postacoglu. And like like every player just seems like they're fraving on the Postacoglu. Again, from Joe Hart, absolute disgrace that he walked on that second half and fucking emptied them glass bottles all over the pitch, by the way. He's a he's a disgrace. Um but, <laughs> I heard the no our physio after he uh, threw the bottle of his own head, I think, passed it to Joe Hart to carry out off of the pitch. <laughs> It has to be said, how stupid are these fucks? Like, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, uh, you could laugh at it now, and even then, it's in an end, but there's, there's barely a, a game, there's barely a league where that would be, it's basically tolerated in this country. I mean, there's been numerous times in the past, like with Brown and all that, and Griffiths, when they ran on the pitch, grabbed a hold of him. The, 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 the incident at Tynecastle with Lennon and all that sort of stuff, it's almost laughed off in this country. You had professional football players at their work getting hurled bottle, glass bottles at. You had a situation where they tried to maim a goalkeeper by putting split bottles on the ground. Then you had a, literally a Celtic physio who's an official of the club being glassed. I mean, they'll, they'll say what they want and they'll probably do a wee look into it and I wouldn't be surprised if they chuck someone to the Wolves and they'll maybe give someone like a, a ban or something. But if that was anywhere else, you'd be talking about stadium closures. I'm not going to get too sort of dramatic and catastrophise it, but like it's outrageous that that's almost overlooked as normal in this country. I mean, you've got fifty thousand bigots in the place singing that they want to wade in your blood, and then they're literally trying to to seriously injure and maim football players. It's absolutely mad. Um, but they deserve what they got. They, I was delighted to see the amount of tears. I was delighted to see that they were absolutely ruined. And the bare on bare action after the game was quite pleasing. But Aww. they. Um, they're, a, they're a just a disgrace. They deserve everything they get this season, which will be fuck all. And it doesn't seem actually... crazy, but it's, it's, like, it's just, like you say, it's tolerated, mate. It's tolerated, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, pretend, it's, it's the pretend surprise by the commentators. Could you, know you imagine if, any, if down in England there was a situation where a, where a player literally 
was like this is a guy that no no that you should have to justify it shouldn't happen at any level. This is a guy that was a fucking international goalkeeper walking back to go to his goal and the game has to be stopped because you have to pick up smashed bottles of glass. But if you would have a situation where an official would literally be glassed. And the reason I think that there'll be a precedent and nothing will happen is because after a certain manager was attacked, barely nothing happened. There's been numerous instances like this. And it's just it's just passed off as if it's meant to be accepted and normal. Um, and without going too much into it, just a side issue, there was a situation where the ex-son's wife went in and done um, a report just the other night on anti-racism, anti, uh, or rather the causes of racism in Scotland. And they didn't talk about the biggest factor, which is anti-Irish racism in the country. It's, and people are just blind to it. They think it's normal, but there's deeper, more fundamental roots to why they behave the way that they do. They're just absolutely embroiled in hatred. Um, but I'm, I, I'm delighted that they got battered and they deserved everything they got. But more on a, I don't think we were at our best. The thing that impressed me the most was just the mentality. It was just the desire, the want, the will to win, and the fact that all the players knew their position. They communicate well. They pick up. They help each other. They tuck in. Like I think that was probably best sort of evidenced by Yakimakis. His work rate was. I know he wasn't. He doesn't put in the run in that Maeda gives you. He was back almost as a centre half at points. Like he's, he, he was covered Jordan in the cro- second half as well. Aye, he's clearing crosses, pitting and sliding tackles, winning fifty fifties, going in for headers, winning duels. Like the work rate the other day for the team was a joke, and it maybe at times wasn't as fluent. There's no a Tom Roger on the ball, but I just thought that the mentality was everything, and they wanted to win. They, they got it. And um, I can't see Celtic slipping up now. I think they'll just... Uh, uh, Pierce hit the nail on the head. They'll put everything into trying to get by Braga and potentially going further, which I could see them doing. And then that'll be to their detriment because I think they'll recognise that the league's over. Like what you said, the second Celtic scored that first goal, they, they sort of capitulated. Heeds went through. I think there was an inevitability about it. They knew what was going to happen. But what a tan and they're going to take, by the way, in the semi-final. Bat- they'll get battered. I, I'm, genuinely, like, I mean, like, I think it'll be four or five. I think Celtic will do a number on them. Could have been four, three or four the other day. We never played particularly amazing. Uh, that one, the save for McGregor for Abada, I thought that was sailing in the top corner. Aye. Some save, turned to be fair. There was a lot of things that impressed me even before the game. Even the talk about, is Keogh going to be on the bench? If it, I said this, if it was last year with the, the league and the team with the known Keogh's national insurance number. But, I mean, <laughs> I was taxing you boys before the game thinking that Anz was just going to chuck him in if he was fit enough. Just another to be in the squad. Unbelievable. I think he'll play games. the semi. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think that's, I think that's inevitable now. Like it, it was very, very close. I'd say he was very close to being in the squad. And yeah, it was maybe like a, last, get, a last minute decision. I think you'll probably get minutes against St. Johnston. You maybe see him coming as a sub for 20, 30 minutes. And then I think you'll play. But it'd be brutally harsh on Yakimakis. It'd be amazing to see them two of them play up top together. It'd be very harsh on him. The way he's worked, his goals recently, his contribution to the team, his work rate, it'd be very hard to drop him. But brilliant headache to have for the manager when you've got two strikers that are absolutely bang on it. Um, I literally forgot that yet he exists. Um, yeah. But if we can, if we bring in another striker to complement the two of them, Celtic will, um, I think Celtic will be in a really good position next year. And we'll have the money as well, like serious money. So you'll need to just give just give Ange complete control. He obviously knows what he looks for. He obviously knows what he wants. And uh, aye, just go and take it to them. I think next season Celtic will be a serious force. I think Celtic will be quite tidy actually next year. Two or three positions we need filled, and if we can put a bit of class in, 
I think um, he'll start to develop a proper team. Yeah, especially with the, the 40 million cabbage that'll be coming in at the end of the season. Bring another couple of uh, cracking players in and, and amongst that team. It'll just be, it'll be unreal. Postal Coglu, we've spoken about this before. People are saying that he always sort of impresses in the second season. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> how do you, how do you, like, we talked about it at the very start of the season as well. That we spoke about even if Ange, you know, get into the Europa League, that it was a miracle. We're talking about going for a travel here. We've already won a cup. We're six points clear, basically seven points clear with goal difference. We'll play them in the semi-final next Sunday. Absolutely incredible, incredible for me. And I have said this, and this isn't being over the top. This for me would be one of the, if if not the most impressive league victory. In my lifetime, <laughs> obviously, stabbing the, the ten or maybe seven, eight, eight. But from the state we were in last year, the nine. Honestly, I can't even put it in the words. Like you know, if you told us at the start of the season that we were going to play them in three teams, get two victories, go into the semi final against them, supremely confident. Do you know, you probably wouldn't have believed it. Look at the look at the way our team's playing. What? Equally is, is like really, really impressing me is that you have 11 players on that pitch, even off the pitch as well with the subs, who want to play for the club. We had True. so many players associated with Celtic last year who believed they were better than what they were. Chris Sayer, Edward, maybe take him out of that, thinking he's better than what he is, but didn't want to be here. Christy didn't want to be there. Anne's has cleared that out. You know, players like Leo Hilda, you don't want to play for Celtic. Fuck off down the leads. No, you've got a team now. You've seen that. Look at the work rate. Maida. You mentioned Jack and Marcus first. Maeda's work rate was absolutely stupendous. Again, you can't buy that. There was a couple <laughs> I sent them today, so saying that he was wrong. <laughs> I think that was a bit of a stretch. But honest to God, like that work rate is just both of them. Jack and Marcus, Jack and Marcus and Maeda's work rate was was absolutely incredible. I thought Uranovic should have let a let a steal as well. Obviously, he had a first five, ten minutes, he was shaky. And then he, he, I think he, was, he recovered really well. That ball from Maida in the um, second yeah, half. Unbelievable. Holy good fuck. He is an absolute demon. That, the, see, see, when you see, though, like the first pass that goes in, like Yakimakis will go and press. And then the second ball, if it goes out to the wing back, Maida's on it. His, his work rate, his ability to be able to do a full sprint and then a ball goes back and he does it again. His fitness is a joke thing. I get cracked up when Ange says, "I have no really his, his fitness isn't great yet. He'll he'll be good next season." You think, "Fucking hell, man! The guy's like a racehorse. He's absolute whippet. The, his fitness is a joke. If there's better players in Japan, just take an open checkbook and go and buy the lot of them. <laughs> buy their buy the whole team. Their, their mentality is a joke. Their work rate's a joke. And then you've also got crazy quality in there as well with Kyoko and all that, but." Uh, aye, there's a making to a top team there. My first signing would just be Carter Vickers. He needs to get bought. Um, 100%. Even if we, even if we can only keep him for a season or two, trying. He's got the lure now with top European football. He can put himself in an open market. You need to start being realistic. He's not going to be staying forever. He's a young lad. He's very, very talented. As far as I'm concerned, he's the best centre half we've had. I'd say considerably since Van Dijk. Um, and he might not go on to replicate the level that Van Dijk plays at now, but. I don't think he'd be a million miles off. He'll definitely play at a top level. Um, but he'd be my first signing. He already knows the club, knows the position. Being established for a season, bringing a couple of players around him, and I think you've got the makings of quite a tidy team now. Are you I back on the, the Starfile train, Pierce? Yeah, all right. 
Yeah, so you back <clears> on the Starfall train? No, him. I see the second half, you have to say to him, he did okay because he just had to clear the ball. But the first half, he was a disaster waiting to happen. He was over the piss. And look, they, they did what I would have do in the first half. All the pressure on his left foot because he can't kick the ball. The first goal originally came from he kicked the ball out for a throw-in. Four yards of a clearance because he couldn't get the ball. Some of his rash thrown himself in. The players, like, he did one. With, he he put did a, He pushed... Roof at one point in the first half, which was the most brain-dead free kick that I've ever seen in my life. All they could do, their whole thing was get balls in the box. And we were gifting them free kicks. But, look, he did well. And it's where everyone everyone stood up on Sunday and played well. But I would still want at least one centre-half. We might need two if we don't get Carter Vickers. Uh, still need a still need a left back. I know Greg Taylor was brilliant. He got two like defensive, like brilliant. And he, he nearly if a bit of pace, he could have nearly scored himself on Sunday. But we still need a left back going in for next season. But I don't want to like, but go criticizing players too much because Sunday was just a massive, massive win, and people were there and were 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 big and they were brave in the game. But there's a lot of improvements. I know look, Jota for me is just a no. Like I, I just don't see it. I genuinely that all people if, if all four people that are listening might be laughing, but I like <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't kicked the ball since uh maybe November time. Genuinely uh, I mean Ray Rovers and the Cubs people were getting a good them hard. It was good uh, <laughs> it was a good against Ross County at home. The problem for me, I agree with you to a degree, that the, in the bigger games, he's not really turned up. He never really done anything against them the last time he played them at Celtic Park. It was fairly anonymous, actually. Um, he, he, he's always good for a wee step over, but I just think he lacks a bit of end, like product and a bit of quality when you need players like that to step up. And that they're probably the same as labelled against Abada because they drifted out of games. Um, I still think we need a really... Really good. I thought we've needed it for years. A really top centre mid, like defensive centre mid, like a Wanyama or something. Someone that you could just sit as an anchor, a six, just to protect the back four. We definitely need a left back. Need another centre half. I'd love to get in another goalkeeper for as amazing as Hart's been. I'd like someone to challenge him because the gives me the fear of God. The thought that he gets injured and what how old is he? Got, 30, I think 30, he's thirty six. Does he know? Does he know thirty six? Something like that. I don't know. There was always that talk we were interested in uh, Seagrass at Dundee United. Yeah, he's actually all right. But we definitely need someone. And I, I, I think he's probably got a season or two left in him. He's, he's been immense this season, Joe Hart. What a signing he's been. Um, but I'd like right someone else. Aye, or the save when it was uh, the one when he went more to the left-hand side. Yeah, Sakala. Sakala. Or even the offside from Ramsey as well. Yeah. But that was it. That was that was the extent of their chances on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep, I couldn't disagree more about Jota. Honestly, by the way, I think he's absolutely sensational. He had that injury. He was flying before his injury. No, I'm not bullshitting. He is. <laughs> no, it's just the contrast between you saying he needs there. to go and you saying he's absolutely world class. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say he's world class, but I, I'm saying that he's fantastic for us. That ball into the box, you know, thought it was a wee bit deep at first. When you look back, great ball into the box. Does he do an off track and back at times? No. Nah, and I think we'll point it out there. Jack and Marcus helped him out a lot in that game. He was fucking incredible, by the way. 
But oh, nah, nah, for me, Jota is Jota's a must. If we can send him from Benfica, if it can happen, I, I would I would beg your your hand and your balls off for it. like uh, he's I just think he's absolutely incredible. Um yes, I agree with the, the step overs and stuff, but he's still young. He, you know, he can get better. Definitely he can get better. Um, I also think one of his issues is I think he's gone mentally in his head. He's not coming back to Celtic. He's definitely, I think he's definitely looked like a different player. Like the first six months he was at Celtic, I was thinking. He was injured though as well. Stone me, man. Bit of an injury. Who, who is this laddie? I was thinking there's no way we're going to, he'll be back playing first team football or he'll go for funny money somewhere. But um, I mean, up until the point of Christmas, you'd have been thinking, just do the deal now, make it happen now. But as players are temperamental, players can be fickle. I, I, I think there's a player in him. I think if he comes back and if we do get him, he could probably, if he got a decent contract, he'd probably be an amazing one or two years. Um, there, there's there's a couple of positions that need sorted because some of the players are just went over the hill slightly. But the thing that Anne seems to love is youth and, and understanding how to utilise players in certain positions. And he's a massive advocate of, sort of team spirit as opposed to individualism. So I could see him bringing in the right players for the right fits. But I still think we probably need four players, I'd say. If we've got four proper players, I don't just mean squad players. I mean players that would literally step into the first team um, in the summer. I'd be delighted. Um, players of real quality, like uh, actually players of substance. And then I could probably see a few going. I don't think he fancies Julian. I think he'll be off. Um, there'll be probably a few going up like dead. With, you know, like your Ayetis and all that in this world. But... Um, but I, 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 I trust him completely. And you have to understand as well that this is a guy that's been working with the exact same backroom staff as what completely and utterly failed us last year. Like, the fact he's not even brought whoa, his own whoa, staff... Whoa, 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 Don't slag the laptop. Joke, oh, I, I, I could not stand him. And to be fair, you know the crazy thing is? See when things him. are going well, you just forget about things like that. The fact that he That's what I'm saying. Like, People were just looking for him last used, year. I know, of course. I used to want to put the laptop over his head. And I, like in this year, I'm like, ah, oh, good be lad, yeah, that's fucking a Kenzie's then. But there's the celebrations as well on that goal run. He was going fucking tonto. There's going a good togetherness it. though. And when you watch the open goal ones, like they get similar sort of viewing numbers to ours, so they'll, <laughs> they'll know what we're talking about. They uh, when Ange goes on them, he just he always says, I want people to buy into my philosophy. I've never really cared about taking my staff with me. I want to implement a philosophy, a style of playing. I want everyone to buy into the same mindset. The guy just gets it. I, I love him. I mean, Lee, you jumped on his train very, very quick. I I was uh, standing on the platforms and I wanted him to do well, but uh, if he could rectify his absolutely gung-ho nature to go toe-for-toe in Europe, then Jesus, he'd be unbelievable. What The job he's done in such a short space of time has been ridiculous. I think I said oh. at the start that Go ahead. Here's a wee quick one, Lee. I said this to Pearson. Uh, he said, no. I just wanted to ask. If, say the, say this league goes tits up and for some, like, they get divine intervention and they manage to salvage this and um, we completely not like a pitch and they win the league, would would you keep Ange on for the foreseeable? Would you keep him on next year? Like if we didn't win the league this season? I would keep him. I would like to see him or until my dad is. <laughs> Personally. Um, I think he's literally, I've said it, the second coming of Jesus Christ. 
Nah, in all seriousness, one million percent. I think the job that he has done. Ask it the start of I'll ask is a question. At the start of the season, would you have been happy with a League Cup win and a Scottish Cup win? I I said on the uh, the very first podcast when when you said we'd win the league. Uh, I said that if we were in touch of distance with them at Christmas time, he'd be doing well. So he's done that. He's surpassed that. I think if somehow if they don't win the league from here, it's not just him who has to go. Like everyone needs to be sacked at that club. Listen, you're talking like, about fucking. You're talking about crazy, crazy things here. Like, but no, I but like, like the, I like, the, I like the. the, the O'Neill's team threw it away with three games to go. So I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it can happen, but I, I can't see it happening. I think the I think the most important thing is that in the last six games, fours at home. I think that's massive. They have. Um, I have a funny feeling. I know I say about this every single game, but they've sent Mern away on Sunday. Who need a win? Don't get me wrong. They were beat last week. They do need a win. They've been playing decent enough <clears throat> under Robinson. Um, it's a big game. It's a big game. More importantly, as well, they're going Would to drop one his team to That team are absolutely shit. And I think the biggest crime last year was that that team. Rangers winning that league. Honestly, your man Goldson, Harris here, professional footballer, he is absolutely fucking awful. Your man McGregor we the- pulls him into so, so much trouble. It's unbelievable. Balligan's a myth. Bassey's a myth. Fucking. Who had that midfield? Okay. Nah, I don't read him. I don't see it. Look at the first, look at the first half in the February game. He's a fucking myth, man. That team are no, brutal. I said the half he's useless, but a left back, he's actually all right. That uh, that freak McGregor, he does pull off absolute nonsense saves. Like the stuff he's done in Europe's a joke. But I actually thought he was responsible for the first goal. I thought he sh- that should have been bread and butter. I thought it was a, it was a basically a pass back. They palmed out to Rogic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought he should have been mopping that up all day long. Um, and he does that. He's susceptible to like you seen the Ross County game and all that season. But I think coming back, they'll be leggy. There's no Morelos. There's no focal point to their team. I think they'll be quite low on confidence after that weekend there. Couldn't really give a shit what happens with them in Europe, to be fair. Um, but I think that'll be to their detriment. I think that they, they struggle away from home in teams park the bus. They can't play. They can't overload the middle of the park and they can't get balls in the box. And I think failing their usual penalties, I think they'll struggle. I could probably see them getting a, a draw or two maybe away from home between now and the end of the season. But we'll beat them. And when I say beat them, I mean comfortably beat them at Celtic Park. Um, fuck with their numbers, well, are they? We Alfie's for the rest num- of the season. We've, He's gone. Got the the He's away. He's sitting in KFC. They're now fuck. But we're... Uh, <laughs> Lucky him. I think Celtic will do a number on them at hand and, and then I think we'll batter them at, at Celtic Park. Work to how to play them. Understand. And it's a different ball game at Celtic Park as well. You're not playing in that sort of atmosphere. The players have... It's a different pressure. It's a different environment. A different atmosphere. But... Um, I just... I can't see Celtic throwing it away. I just think they're being too consistent, deserved it on an absolutely ridiculous run. Think back to the scepticism and the rage that was surrounding Yakimakis. Remember the penalty missed against Livingston? Oh, yeah. I was ready to do it. Still was a right look, at the, to be fair. look at the difference in mood now and the difference in the, the way that the seasons went. Like, you think of the games that have been pivotal. Like, they, the couple of these shitty wee games where we didn't play well, but like Abada steps up with that 90-minute winner and no, there's, diff- there's been different events in the season that's defined it. I mean, Celtic have needed to have pulled out and 
right now, I would say Celtic deserve on form alone since well, the last 20 games, 25 games, Celtic have just been unreal. Um, by when they win the league this season, get the job done, hopefully, in the Scottish Cup, I think we'll. I think we'll play Hearts in the final. I think Hibs will shit the bed in the semi. Um, uh, it doesn't even, I don't even have to shit the bed. Hearts are an infinite better team than Hibs. Hibs yeah. are a woeful, woeful team. And I really, <laughs> don't really want to get... Don't hold back, Pierce. Desperately want to play them away in the split and hammer them. Like, I hope they get top six because they're a horrible club. <laughs> you still traumatised <laughs> for that away game? Yeah, can't deal with them. Yeah. Kenny's coming in here with thinking he's Julian's going to stay until we find out what's happening with Car- Cameron Carter Vickers Cameron Catholic Vickers even then I'd we're going to give him another year because ideally we need four centre-backs his contract's up in 2023 Julian. right? Yeah I'd love Julian to stay I, am, I rate Julian I think in Europe he's very good I think sometimes in the league he struggles with players getting touched tight with the physicality like got sort of notably bullied by like in Livingston and things like that but uh, was that not where he had his was it, is that not where he tackled the post as well? That game at Livingston? No, that was like the following season. I don't know. Did you, that... did you talk about it? Because I was off for ages because the internet was gone. But uh... No, I just mean... I But Julian, I, I would keep Julian 100%. I just personally think he'll go because he'll want minutes. Uh, he's not playing football. I just don't think... I just don't reckon that um, he's fancied too much. I, I Personally, I just think Angel just want to bring in all his own players, his own methodology, his own style, his own mentality. But... Um, I definitely keep him. I think, he's, I think there's a top player in Julian, um, but Carter Vickers is a must. Um, I personally just think that Julian will go because he, he's too good a player just to be sitting in a squad. He'll want to play he's, football. He's 31, 32, so he's probably on the, way, on the way down. He's probably time to. I move think on he'll. he'll he I think he'll probably want to go back to France. But what do we spend seven million on him? That was a lot of money. Eight, um, eight million quid. Yeah. So it's. I know with injuries and all that, it probably hasn't been the best. Investment. I don't know. I was off for a few minutes because the internet was down. But they just talk about uh, Beaton's performance in the second half. <laughs> no, he I don't want to bring it up. He was outstanding. Honest to God, he was outstanding. I agree. I, and seeing before the game, I was piercing. I said about Beaton. I just thought he he is that stab gap. Listen, I don't think he's he's the right man to be, you know, going in the Champions League football next year or, you know, going for two in a row next year. I don't He will play our first game. Hi. <laughs> Cap, captain. But he's a stick on again, Hatari just looks absolutely fucking exhausted. That yeah, I wouldn't play him again. I don't know about you, but I lost my voice back. That that one where they were running down and Hatari was chasing after him and he was just done. He was spent. Yeah, he was gone. Yeah, yeah. Get him so like, ball and You could tell ten minutes before that that he was Knacker. fucked. Get him off. I uh, just play Turnbull and um, he he just needs to go and rest. Just send him on holiday and lie on a beach for a few weeks. He needs to go and chill out. He's he. You could see like see where we sat and then the the, the they played they tried to play through the press. When the ball turns over, Hatari just looked like. I think mentally he was willing, but physically he just looked shot. He looked fucked. He um, was all over the place position-wise. Like, all I over the place. That The best thing he done was that shot on target for Ragic's goal. But B-Tom was uh, just even... B-Tom was... That run at the end, you were just willing them to get into the box and score because he was just... He, he ran 40, 50 yards with the ball. Yeah. And that's the, if he but, if he keeps his head, if, if B-Tom keeps his head... And he, he sits in that role. You know, when he's on form, he's fucking very easy on the eye. Like, you know, I think he'll be the only one, player. though, 
at his. He's got uh, that experience in big year. games as well. What's that? Sorry. He'll be the only one in this testimonial next season. <laughs> I will. I will not be attending that. We're playing the Israeli Defence Forces in a charity game. Albert. <laughs> 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 Lads, it's just been an absolute high for the last couple of days. Twitter is back. Twitter has been a fucking cesspit for well over 12 months. This last couple of days, there has been some unbelievable tweeting. God, shout um, out to their bloggers. <laughs> what do they think? And they're like, what the fuck? Why do you go to a football game and fucking video it and then video the away fans going ballistic? Just who, who was that? Was that the, was that the video with the wee English lad in the top tier? Oh, what's singing the, like, singing the Billy the, Boys? Banging the, yeah, banging the wall. Uh, banging the Some of the content has been decent. Like, the, uh, I'm enjoying the, the absolute pain that they're going through. Also, I quite enjoy the absolute zoomers that phone into that uh, super scoreboard. That's a buzz. They are just on a different level, man. These guys are absolute moon howlers, rockets. I don't oh, know what I, I don't know what game sometimes these people watch, but they're absolutely not delusional. They just make up shit. But um, the delusion is incredible because everything was merry last Friday, and then within the space of two days, it's the world's fall yeah, apart, and, and they're the worst team ever. And you're like, are, uh, at twelve oh, what was it? At twelve oh four, he's had the best manager and the best team in the world, and at mm. one fifty, everyone needs to be sacked. Uh, the whole lot of them. Yeah, that that happens in football. Football fans generally no excluding them because they're they're a different level of freak. But generally, football fans are quite fickle. Um, but they'll I think they'll 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 actually struggle next year. They needed that money. Um, I think they were kind of banking on it. Uh, there's quite a few of their players that are going to go. Uh, definitely know for the money that they've tried to pimp themselves out and tout they're selling the media with these invented fake clubs. Um, but they will, they will struggle, I think, with the, the fact that they'll need a wee bit of an overhaul with the squad. Main players, obviously, leaving will be your McGregor's and that, they're up with contract. And then whether they have the money or not to bring players in is another matter. They needed that money in the Champions League. That will fuck them massively. Don't know how many more glamorous friendlies they can do or selling cast off at the back of a van outside their stadium. They need, they'll need a, lot, need a lot of pennies to salvage that shit. But... Um, Aye, they, 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 I think they banked on that money massively and the fact that Celtic have just done them. I couldn't do it, not even about the financial perspective. I just love the fact that Celtic are back to a degree and that there's um, and that there's a belief about the, the team and it's just amazing to be able to see that connection again between the team and the support. For a season or two there, it was sort of disconnected. There was a degree of hatred at times actually around this, this sort of club um, with the board and the management and all the rest. Of it. There was so many. It seemed like every week there was a Situation. It was a circus of sorts for a season there, mm-hmm. um, but uh, on and off the park, the guy. There's an element of class to him. He uses class. Like when you watch his videos, the way he speaks, he conducts himself, the way he handles himself. The guy. He deserves all the credit in the world. All the adulation should go to Post Coglu because the job he's done has been unreal. Really has been. It's just been. Absolute joyful this last load of games. Um, and like we said, we were very confident going into that game and we're even more confident going into uh, the Hamden Park game next Sunday. Um, hopefully Kyogo's back in the squad. Just to, You're coming uh, over, Lee? No, mate, no. Easter Sunday. No. Um, I'll get my knees and ankles clipped if I leave the, <laughs> the promise. 
we leave the promised land next week. Um, I wouldn't miss my man Sunday dinner anyway, by the way. Just saying, put it out there. In case you're watching. Powerful. No. <laughs> no, um, no, I won't be making it. But even at the end, the players that you said, Martin, the connection, it's definitely back. Um, oh. Like, just them laughing. It's just a feel-good factor about the club. It's like all the board... Saw the body language as well, though. I didn't. I was never huge in picking up on that. You know, like when they used to, like people were so angry. Like what Pierce was saying earlier on, they were like desperate for people to blame. Like I used to do it with the laptop, and I hated the fucker. But we used to look at people's body language, like McManus and the sidelines of players. Ah, Kennedy, sorry. Ah, he doesn't want to be there, and he's this and he's that. You look now, even the players that aren't playing, they they all look. There's a connection. They look quite happy. They look quite content. It's easy to sort of make things up, I suppose, with training videos and that, but there just seems to be a work rate and a, that there's an appetite and a desire that they all look like they want to be there. And um, it's paying dividend on the part because they all trust each other. They all, they're all looking out for each other. They're working as a team now. But I thought for a season there, we looked sort of disjointed and there was, it was just a team of individuals that didn't have... They, they, weren't, they weren't there for each other as a collective. But this season, even if we hadn't won the league... I'd have said he should have stayed on. If he'd lost, lost the league in the position we're in now, that's a whole different ballgame. But um, but I, I was my main aim this season was to see progress, see us going in the right direction. And he's just done that a much faster trajectory than I expected. And I see us going in and winning a treble, which would just be an absolute nonsense, an absolute ridiculous achievement, the fifth manager in Celtic's history to do it. And um, what a job the guy's done. He, I just hope that he gets the right players, the right support for the board, and he allows us to go on and actually try and make us even a tiny dent in Europe next season. Because there's no good to just being domestically relevant. You need, you need to, you need to put your marker down in Europe. And I'm not saying the Champions League. We're not at that level. We won't be at that level, irrespective of who we sign. But if we could try and get to third place, get through, get do the group stage, get into the UEFA Cup, and try and have a wee bit of run in the Europa um, and there's no reason why we can't because that mob are shite and they're going to be sailing into the semi-finals so we need to uh, get our finger out but all positive the guy is a fucking the guy is a god I'm a big fan of him um, he's class absolutely absolutely, superb. absolutely. Um, what a way to wrap it up Martin fantastic lads unreal as always we're going to be doing a Preview for this Jansen game on Saturday. Um, so we'll look forward to yet another massive Are game. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about since Jansen in 2024. Season 2024, 2025. That's it? Yeah. God, I can't wait. You want to literally feel the, the buzz about going to the games now. I think since since we beat Dundee United, Dundee United, I think there's been a real feeling of something's going to happen here. There's something because only. Only Celtic score goals like that. I get well, mm. it, it feels get wins like that, but yeah, you're just looking forward to every single game now and the return of Kyogo probably on Saturday. What's what, how did you get on? Did you apply for the for the semi? Uh, I didn't get a ticket. No, I've I, I've tried to get you one there now, so I'll hold fire and see what's happening. But uh, so what I, think, I think I think that's gonna be serious if we score first in that game, they'll be. At least three goals and a couple of red cards because they'll just lose the play. Yeah, Celtic will score first. That will be the big difference. They, they, the Celtic will be a bit tighter. They'll be able to shore up in the first five minutes, and Celtic will overwhelm them with pressure. And I think we'll start with a really, really fast intensity, 
Um, and that'll be the big difference, as you say. We score first there, they will just, their arses will fall. They'll completely not like capitulate. Um, they didn't have a target man. They didn't have an out ball. I think they'll really, really struggle. Massive pitch. Hem them in. Oh, I can't wait. It'd be absolutely rocking. Easter Sunday. What a laughy. Oh, Father, why? <laughs> <laughs> what a day it'll be, lads. What a day it'll be. Another, another victory. Do us lovely. Um, but lads, pleasure as always. Um, we'll hope you've enjoyed this, Kenny. Thank you for commenting on YouTube, Mama. Really appreciate it. <laughs> absolute legend. You'll be getting solidarity the, uh, to the solid reviewer. The number one fan, <laughs> kick them a number one fan jumper, sort of. Um, <laughs> send them a badge, I know. <laughs> lads, pleasure. God bless. Up a salad, up pant, up Ange Poster Peace. Cheers. Bye bye.